0: Hey everybody, welcome to Coach Unplugged, brought to you by the great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who wanna get better. Um, so a couple things, uh, this episode is gonna, is gonna be a great one. We're gonna talk about building a youth program. So whether you're in a youth program or in a youth program or, or in a, some sort of high school program, I think this will be a very interesting podcast for you. I would ask you to do a couple things. First thing, go over and um, subscribe and like to this podcast. It's, it's really important for our community um, to get the word out. That would be the first thing. If you're looking for some free resources, I would a, I would ask you over go over and check out Teach Hoops on YouTube. Um, we're going to start putting stuff up there on a regular basis for you. And the third, and the last thing is, if you're looking to take your coaching to the next level if you're looking for a mentor if you're looking for a community if you're looking for answers (laughs) um if you're looking just for tons of resources and don't want any of those other things go over and check out teachoops.com for coaches who want to get better all right let's go and uh talk about youth program (laughs) all right so tell me all the questions you have i'm sure there's lots of them
1: yeah there there is they've been building okay um I really have more questions about, um, obviously, non-basketball stuff and more of, like, the youth program. Okay, yep. Um, And exactly, like, how did, like, when you first started. So, like, I think their youth program is pretty bad right now. Okay. Um, Everything I can find. So, I guess, how did you really get that started and what were, like, the first steps that you took?
0: So, we initially associated ours with our YMCA because we couldn't get gym space. Okay. Space is always an issue. You have to <laughs> – um, because you need other space other than the high school to be able to, to run a good youth program. So you need elementaries, middle schools, community centers, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's the first place we started. So we started with the Y, and they kind of ran it initially so we could get it off the ground, try to get at least one or two teams at each age level. And mm-hmm. then um, – gosh, I would say about five or six years ago, we kind of split from the Y because we weren't getting what we needed from them. Um, and then we started our own five Oh one C, um, which we have a board and we have parents and we put the girls and boys programs together, um, under one big, huge umbrella. So, uh, and our athletic director is like the president and it, it works really well. Um, so yeah, gym space is the biggest one. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how your how your school district works, but it it seems like it's always hard to get gym time in the winter.
1: <laughs> the school I'm currently at, it's definitely hard. Um, yeah. um, I don't know how how exactly works there. They do seem to have like they have a nice website the okay. the youth club and everything like that. Okay, um, so it's definitely there. I'm not sure about the gym space though.
0: And how many? And are they boys and girls separate or are they together? They are separate. Okay. And then how many did you, could you figure out how many teams at each age level?
1: One team at, it looked like at each level. And that was, they seem a little low.
0: Okay. Um, That does. And what's the, what's the high, what's Menashe's high school uh, enrollment?
1: uh, They're about a thousand.
0: So they're D2. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I would think you'd want two. I mean, at our good levels, we have four, Um, especially the younger ones. Mm -hmm. Um, and then as they climb, then we kind of start separating a little. I want everybody playing all the way through eighth grade because you never know. Yep. Um, the The funny part: Daryl Willis, who played for Wichita State this year, just walked in my room um, seventh hour today. It was hilarious. And he's like six eight. He couldn't make a left handed layup when he was a ninth grader, and he's left handed. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, so you never know where the development's going to come. So you, yeah. never want to, you don't want to turn kids off you want to the, the only reason we don't have teams is we don't have enough coaches uh, okay. that's the only reason we turn kids away now you obviously have to differentiate you don't have the same kids taking calculus as taking algebra So yep. you have to differentiate at some point um and i tend to do that more at the middle schools once they start getting up that you know eighth. it's like mm-hmm. all right here's our here's 10 um and then we kind of come in so ideally i we haven't figured this one out ideally we wouldn't have parents coaching um i haven't figured out that yet (laughs) and this is 30 years um but we do a big part of the selection process so i have my coaches and my entire staff come in and help select the teams because i want every kid to have an opportunity to make you know especially in seventh or eighth grade make that top team otherwise it becomes this whole um self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing you know okay yeah i was in the a team why aren't i in the a team again it's like well we're gonna pick the teams then we'll figure out the coaches um so there has to be a, there has to be a work with that um okay. but i think a key thing with and i and i've said this before to other people i think a key with this is is you got to get out and this is something i don't do it as much because i'm too old now and i don't i don't have enough energy to do it mm-hmm. i used to go out and run clinics at the elementary's on the south side, free stuff. Um, we did Saturday morning stuff where we would, you know, that had my varsity guys during the season. They'd come in and we'd do like a free, you know, like forty-five minute, like little dribblers kind of thing. Yep. You basically got to become, um, uh, you know, a, a marketing genius to like be honest speaker. with you. You do, and you and you got to make it like you know, and that's why we moved all the way down to the I think second graders because. I got to get my claws on them before they get into hockey. I got to get my claws into them before they become swimmers. Um, At least show an interest. Otherwise I lose them, you know, and swimmers and hockey players, by the time they're, they know they're swimmers and hockey players by fifth grade. Sure. Yep. (laughs) So I really want to go down and get them. So that is a huge thing with, that's a, that's a huge community thing. That's a huge, um, it's a good PR thing. Parents are seeing you out at the games. All that stuff is huge. Um, and and I don't know if I've told you this before, but it's like a it's a it's a five to seven year plan to turn most things around. Mine was my initial first run was a little lower, less than that. But um, I got I got yeah an MBA kid coming through. That <laughs> yeah, that always helps. It helps a little. Bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you have um, were your numbers low when you started? Like
0: at the youth? Uh, when when the person who I took the job from, who was the head coach for two years. It took him about two years to get to numbers where where they were steady and growing. Okay, Um, and then after that, after word got out, you know, we had earlier tryouts in the fall to get kids involved. Um, Then then it's been kind of a steady, and then you know it's kind of I don't it kind of ebbs and flows whether it's you know straight across or up and down. Yep, Uh, but it's been pretty consistent. You know, you're never gonna you know we're a school of twenty two. We're almost twice as we are twice as big as and and, you know, we're not going to have seven teams because there aren't seven, you know, that many seventh graders that want to play basketball that come through our feeder. So, yep. um, you know, I think a realistic or a good goal for you to try to get two at each level. Um, okay. You know, t- 10 kids. I And, and, the, and the, another thing about youth teams is I like to keep them. I don't like more than 10 on any youth team ever. Um, and, the, you know, it's hard sometimes with practices for the coach and they got to think outside the box. But. I don't want, you know, 12 or 14 on a team because half of them are sitting. I want them playing. Okay.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Yeah, because, like, well, they're actually in our – so, Manasha's in New London's conference where I'm at now. And they, um, like, even – Explain
0: who's in that conference because I I, I taught in Wausau for a while. So, they used to be with Appletons. Correct. Okay. Yeah.
1: But now it's uh, New London, Manasha, Xavier okay uh Seymour okay west to um, appear
0: <laughs> this is a that's a bear of a conference yeah it's pretty, pretty murphy has got to be Murphy's got to be done I think he's got two years left until his son's done I think so too yes. I think so too
1: I think uh, so Shano too. is in it and then uh Green Bay East and Green Bay West
0: so. and where do the other two green bays go then
1: uh go I to, don't they're with the other green Bay schools but yeah they have the Green Bay West and East come down by us. And are they so. smaller? Is that why? Uh Green Bay East is D one. Uh Green Bay West is D
0: two. So. Interesting. Cause that, then Preble and then that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because when I I mean when I was coaching, it was um Menasha was in the because, you know, I went to Lawrence, so I knew Okay, yep. Well, all that stuff. It's like holy crud. I think that's that's just as tough a conference.
1: <laughs> yeah. It yeah. is pretty tough. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, I think that answers. Well, what I was gonna say is because even like uh, right now they have um at the JV they only had one JV team this year and no freshmen. Uh, they, yeah, no freshmen. Where they ended up combining them. Um, partially it was due to uh, grades. Okay. So they kicked some guys off, but they didn't. They really didn't have numbers.
0: They only had ten on their JV team. So. Okay, so I, I think I and then I, I would say you got to treat this almost like you're a football coach is okay. you need numbers initially. Yep. <laughs> and then you can worry about, you know, um, so you can worry about self cutting and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You got to basically convince kids to come out. It's like kind of like our wrestling team. It's hard to get kids to come out wrestling for a school. You just gotta, yeah. get you gotta get numbers. You just gotta get numbers. You gotta get kids out. Cause um, they have
1: a, they have a big football program and they're really good at football. They're so.
0: very good yeah yeah so that's something i would ask i would ask i would ask in in the interview process too what's the working relationship between football and basketball um you know i've been lucky with mine but you you got if you don't have a good working i mean that that can be like water and oil if that's not (laughs) Mm -hmm. we got to be on the all the same page i don't want you know is the football coach telling them not to go out for basketball well then you might as well not apply kind of thing yeah um and maybe you got to do some digging on that, but that you, there's, yeah. <laughs> I, and I, per I'm, in in a school of a thousand, I think you can have a lot of three sport athletes. I think this is my personal opinion. Our school, it's we, we end up with more two sport athletes because it's really hard. It's really hard three. to play three at a big, big school um, and be competitive.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So you got to be good at all. Yeah.
1: <laughs> gotcha. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Um, like uh, another big topic I know that's going to be with them is uh, parents. Yep. Um, obviously. Um, like, just curious how you go over your preseason meeting with them.
0: Yep. With the so, um, I think most issues in the world can be solved by communication. So, I think you, especially as a new coach, you got to over communicate rather than under communicate. Mm-hmm. I would convey that, that I, you know, they're not my enemy, they're my ally. I just, most, most problems from someone that's taught 30 years, <laughs> and I can tell you this from heaven, I don't even know how many kids come through my class is most problems come about because of lack of communication, somewhere in the triangle, player, parent, or teacher, or coach, whichever way you want to look at it. And when those three aren't communicating, and usually the, the usually the kid to the coach and the kid to the parent is poor communication, because they're teenagers. So that's where you got to kind of gap that and make the bottom part of that triangle. It's the math teacher and me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I over communicate. Um, I find great parent reps, um, that take care of most of it. Uh, you know, they're, I'm not, I'm communicating very little with my parents about our summer stuff coming up, but okay. I'm communicating to my assistant and I'm communicating to our parent rep and we have basically a triangle. Then she sends it out. I don't need to be contacting all of them, um, sure. but I want them to know what's going on. Uh, you know, you know. Here's what's happening. We're collecting money. All that kind of stuff. Um, going back to your initial question with the preseason meeting, I don't do those anymore. I used to. Okay. Again, okay. and I would I would recommend everybody that's starting to definitely do a preseason meeting. I just. I'm just not gonna because I'm too old and if they fire me, I'll just go fishing. You know, (laughs) I don't care anymore. So, uh, that's why I don't do it. And everyone kind of knows how my ship runs. So that's okay. Um, what I think you need to do, especially in that preseason meeting is you need to talk about your, you got to talk about, uh, your expectations for the entire program. You have to talk about how you're going to communicate with them. You're going to talk about, um, vacation policies, what's going to happen when Johnny decides he wants to go It's not a big deal for basketball, but let's say he wants to go see grandma over winter break and mispractice for a week. How are you going to handle that? Um, how are you going to handle unexcused absences? How are you going to handle kids that are passing? You know, all that kind of stuff. I, again, don't do it anymore. I had a list of 12 things had everybody sign and handed it out, collected it. I again, don't do it. Cause everybody kind of knows my rules. Um, yeah. You know, if you miss practice, I don't care what the reason is. You, you don't start or you don't play right away. Yeah. All that it's, kind of stuff. I just, I communicate that to them. They might not agree with it, but they've, they've heard it. Um, and right. I explain the reason behind I said, I'm not punishing your son by not starting him because he was sick with the flu. I'm rewarding the kid that's there. Your son's still going to play. I'm not telling him he's not going to play. He's not going to start because he mm-hmm. wasn't here. Yeah. You know, he missed the lesson basically is the way I do it. Um, So, yes, I, I mean, I would talk, and this is something I had, I had an assistant principal on my staff when I started, he was actually the one I took the the job from. And we would always talk about, okay, here's my thoughts on, you know, um, my rules for the year. I try to simplify them down to 10 or 12, you know, being all that kind of stuff. Um, and then we would, you know, we would tweak it as things kind of go along great thing to run by your athletic director. Um, but I think it's really important for the kids and the parent to be at that preseason meeting. Cause I want, you know, uh, I remember I got the, I got my job, the, my job in October, September, October, <laughs> so started late. In November, it was very late because <laughs> mm-hmm. he got an assistant job, assistant principal job, couldn't coach, blah, blah, blah. So and- I sat down with everybody in that meeting and basically said, you know, here's how things are going to work. You know, and, and to be honest with you, I wasn't a very nice person the first couple of years. I was very, you're, you know, you're 10 seconds late, you're late. It doesn't matter. Here's the consequence. Because I basically had to change culture. Um, mm-hmm. And talking about that program, you're definitely going to have to change culture. Yep. You know, our expectation is to win, not to be competitive. It's to win. Mm-hmm. And how do how do we win? You know, and you're going to have kids quit. You're going to have people that are mad. Um, this is where do you have the support of the administration is a key question, um, okay. <laughs> moving into it. Cause you know, if you're going to, if you're going to turn a team, uh, a program that hasn't won around, you need support. Um, you need a support of, of your athletic director and your principal. Basically If you have those two people have your back. You're good to go. It's the reason I haven't left <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey everybody. I hope you're enjoying this so far. Make sure you take 30 seconds, hit subscribe and like when you have a chance. But if you're driving a car, do not do that. <laughs> um, Go over and check us out on, on, on YouTube at teach hoops and then, uh, go over and check dot com for coaches who want to get better. Let's get back to the, to the question, you know,
1: but, um, I haven't heard about the principal, but the athletic director is really good from what okay. i Okay. So, and he's actually, um, uh, son of a kid who's in the new London program or okay. his son is in the new London Not program. program. Oh, so okay. that's how, so I know him a little bit. So, okay. um, so yeah. So that's good. Um, but so the coach that left there, I Maybe. heard that he was applying for everywhere, and I haven't got a chance to talk to him yet. He's uh, applying for every job everywhere. Like he did, yeah, and he ended up getting the Appleton East job. Okay. And um, what? Um.
0: And what? How long was he there? He was there four or five years. Okay, and you haven't so talked to him. I have not talked to him yet. Okay. Um, so I would but, try to definitely talk to him if you think you're going to get the job before you take it before I take it. Okay. I mean, he's going to have a slanted v- view, but he's going to have a view. Yeah. Um, and you know, if this, you know, he's going to, you're going to hear things from him and again, going with an open mind about it. It's like, here's someone that's leaving. They're not super happy, mm-hmm. but you know, there might be some obstacles that you need to, to approach definitely at the um, at the interview. Okay. And the interview is going to be how you going to? I mean, if I'm the athletic director and principal, I definitely care about your X's and O's. I care about your philosophy. I care about you know how you're going to run things. But I care more. You know, it's like hiring a teacher. I care just as much about how how are you going to handle, you know, how are you going to handle that parent that walks in to the end of practice and just starts berating you. How are you going to handle the you know the you know? I, and I've had it happen. People have come up to me after a game. And what happened three years ago? I we lost, and the parent. It's like, whoa! And and in my old days, I would have just walked away. This I've, I'm old enough that I just said, all right, let's take a deep breath, calm down, let's talk, and and I talked to him. I, you know, in the old days, I probably wouldn't have. Um, yeah. Because it's like, whatever, I'll talk to you. I know, I know you're upset. Um, but, you know, that's the thing is, those are the things. You know, how you gonna handle the kid that's not passing? How you gonna handle? Um, You know, those are the factors that if you're thinking about, if I'm your athletic director, I don't want the parent calls. (laughs) I don't want, you know, the upset kids, you know, how am I going to do that? Um, Okay. So that's, you got to think before you go into the interview, you got to think about what they're thinking about and whoever's on that committee, if it's just the athletic director, if it's a player, if it's a parent, they're all going to have different things that they want. You know, the kid's going to want to know what kind of style you're playing or, you know, how long a practice is going to be, or are you going to practice on set? The parent's going to want to know, you know, how do you determine playing time? You know, what's your philosophy on kids admit, all that kind of stuff. Um, gotcha. I think you really got to play that off in your head. Um, okay. So it's just, you're, you're, it's second nature when it comes to that interview. Gotcha. Makes sense. Hold on one second. I'm going to close my door. No problem. My wife, not my dog, that time. making noise. <laughs> um,
1: All right, next question. Uh, you mentioned like um, getting involved in the community, the team community. Yep. yep. Uh, what are some activities that you did for that, I guess? Oh, we worked really
0: at well. like soup kitchens. We volunteered to pack things at the Salvation Army. Um, we've helped set up for graduation and done those kind of things. Um, anything you can find. Um, again doing less of that now that I'm getting older yeah. seeing getting closer to the exit um, but a lot of that kind of stuff is really important um, mm-hmm. you know going running the youth camps all my guys will be at camp in a week and a half you mm-hmm. know they don't get paid anything they just come and they uh, the little kids want to see them you know going out and running clinics reading to the kids in the elementary schools we do a big part of that in the spring I just ship them out and you know, if they went to like John Muir, they go to John Muir and read to his class and stuff. And okay, um, so that all that kind of stuff, where because they need to realize that those little eyes think that they're LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and especially, I mean, and it's not even as big a deal. It's kind of a big deal in our community, but especially with some of the guys we've come through. But definitely in the smaller communities, mm-hmm. it's like that's that's their rock star, man. I mean, they you know they're not going to Badger games every night, you know. Yeah. So, Um, or bucks games so that's their rock star so the kids need to realize that what they do is being seen by a lot of people okay Uh, yep that makes sense
1: sense. that makes a lot of sense and And and
0: it's it's great it's great PR it looks good for you it looks good for the kids and to be honest with you we're, we're all teachers so we're trying to teach them it's more trip. than about basketball, you know, basketball, well, but it's, more and it's
1: good. Basketball. Like team bonding stuff.
0: Yeah. So. Anything. And that's a side note too. anything you can do team bonding. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't had, we haven't had like all stars the last four or five years, but we've done a lot of team bonding, a lot of leadership stuff. And I think that's helped, especially over the winter winter, our, our winter break, we have two week winter break. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's super important. Uh, for bringing them together, anything you can do with that is huge, and that's yeah. something to convey. It's like you know, I'm not just their coach. You know, we're not just their coaches. We're their psychologists. We're their you know parents sometimes. We're their nurse sometimes. It's a little bit of everything. So, gotcha. Is, do they have a I, timeline for this job? for the for the for the interview and all that kind of stuff.
1: Uh, they really haven't. I decided said as soon as possible on the thing. I okay. I talked to them. Um, it sounds like they they only had four slots open for the interview, so I think there's four guys. Okay. Um, so, um, But I know they want to hire pretty quickly, and they're in the yeah. same summer league as we are in, and that starts uh, two weeks. Right. So.
0: They're, they're running out of time. That's why I asked the question. It's like, holy balls, you're running out of time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, yep. Um, uh, back to that bonding question, I was just curious, does um, – you've been around in your in the Madison area does the Badgers do anything like um, where you can go in and uh, meet the players as a team sometimes
0: they can get you tickets to definitely preseason games okay Um, as coaches we've gone in and watched Mm -hmm. um, but I don't we've never done anything as a team I think there's some NCAA issues with that because well
1: in I'm from Michigan, grew up right. in Grand Rapids. Yep. And we uh that was one of our team bonding trips is we got to we'd go to a game and then okay. they'd uh invite us to locker room and we actually got to meet the players and stuff. So, oh that's cool. Yeah, that was a pretty cool thing.
0: So we could maybe Green Bay would do that
1: too. That'd they be, might. Yeah. I was just curious if you knew anything. No. Like um do you have to fundraise anymore
0: much? Uh about for your trips? Yeah, um depends on the trip. Um we're not probably going to go on a trip this year because the WI found a rule that says you can only go to teams. Of, you can only go to tournaments of 18 rather than 16. Really? <laughs> okay. And they approved us to go to one. We were going down to one, defend one this December that we won two years ago. That's 16 and they approved mm-hmm. it. And then someone found the rule and now they won't let us, I don't know. It's a whole deal. Um, we do fundraise. Um, we run a three-on-three thing um, in the year, during the year. Um, I'm thinking of running a coaching clinic. That's always a good gig to do. Coaching clinics are awesome because they're relatively cheap to do.
1: Okay. Because
0: uh, you just basically got to pay the coaches to come in. They talk and then you know charge people gate and that's it. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like you, know, um, you got to find some little kids to to to, to um, run be around, a, be a run around and stuff. Yeah, so, you know, you find some eighth graders or something to do that. Or junior college kids that are sitting around, um, so that's the first thing. Uh, yeah, we don't we don't tend to do when we go to these tournaments a lot. You know, a lot of they take pretty good care of us as far as hotels and food and stuff. Kids, kids will raise money and then they pay for their ticket, their airline tickets usually. So, sure. um, yeah, that's those are the two big ones that we've done. We run our camp that helps a lot too. Um, okay, as far as fundraising goes, but.
1: Yeah. I'm, and I definitely want to ask, cause I'm thinking about for like our, like the youth club or whatever. And, um, I, I want to find out whether they're progressive or not. Like, am I going to be able to get, you know, stuff that I want? Like, if right. I have right. something? you or, need a
0: Dr. Dish? Like, yeah, yeah that yeah, yeah. would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just got the newest version. It's awesome. Is it? Oh my God. It's unbelievable. Everything's run through the phone. And it, and the drills are already in there and it keeps really? track of it. Yeah. We got about three weeks ago. We had, a, we, we, this is our new first shooting machine, in like 10 years. Okay. Like an old Dr. Dish. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, that looks pretty sweet. It is very sweet. I'd <laughs> go with the middle version. The pro one is the one that seemed to be the best fit. Okay. So it keeps track of makes and misses and stuff. And, um, okay. Yeah. It's really good. It's about nice. four or five grand. I think really yeah yeah they're not cheap no they are not cheap <laughs> but i think they're handmade i don't we had, think, yeah
1: no yeah i think we had the uh have you heard of the noah oh yeah we had them come uh and demonstrate for us right and we were on board but the gir- we couldn't get the girls program because we had to have both so they went uh
0: they went now commit. they but now they kind of have the ball that does it
1: yes they've improved yeah you mean you mean the noah
0: no, they're like, there's actually a ball that will like the Wilson. Oh ball. really? The basketball, the, the, the actual basketball gotcha. it's An app. I think, uh, uh, 9450 had one, but that I think they went under, there was another ball. I think Wilson's got one where it keeps track of how hard you dribble it, the arc, hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. It's pretty Interesting. cool. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Uh, do you do a lot of preseason, uh, conditioning stuff or no?
0: Uh, we do as a school. Um, okay. You know, I, I leave the kids – We I bet 85% of our kids – because we have boys volleyball and I coach boys volleyball. So, between boys volleyball and football, we probably have like 85% of our kids out for something. Okay. So, I really leave them alone until about the three or four-week mark before uh, the season starts, and then we, then we rev it up. Um, we have a huge hill in the back. We do some, you know, um, stuff similar to uh, – what uh coach ryan used to do and coach garden does now we do a lot of hill stuff a lot of progressive stuff but it's school based we got girl we got girls out we got everybody out there that plays basically a winter sport gotcha Um, so i think that's key i think conditioning is key um i'm tweaking my fall trying to get them to shoot more in the fall we didn't Mm -hmm. do a great job of that last year uh so i'm going to try to figure out how we can get like I coach, like I said, I coach volleyball. Maybe we can get them in the gym a little bit more to get shots okay. up. Because you know they work all summer, they get their shot, and then, then it falls off. It yeah. falls off because they lose that they lose that window.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if they're playing another sport.
0: Right. Yeah. And in football, football, and all the others, even soccer, it's just a different. You know, football's twelve seconds. Poof, and then it's over. Yep. And then they yeah. rest. You know, basketball's got to be poof, 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 poof. You know, yep. spurts. Uh yeah. I ran cross country for a year and that was
1: dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, but that doesn't really there's no coral I mean it helped no, yeah, there's
0: no correlation. Nothing. Yeah. But when you're a yeah. kid you didn't know that. So. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. think it's gonna help. Yeah.
1: So those are the main questions I have for now. Okay. So
0: Well you you um when it gets close to the interview we'll we can hook up again and then if you have any other questions we can definitely do that.
1: Sounds good. I mean, awesome. do you, do you have any other suggestions or
0: no, nope, Pratt, go through those interview questions that are on yep. t Do those. Um, think about your philosophy because they're, they're going to ask you about your philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, any parent question you could possibly throw at you, they're going to throw at you probably. Okay. Um, and what you know, one of the one of, I remember one of the questions, you know, what makes you different than the other three applicants? Um, that kind of, those kind of tweaky ones are the ones that can kind of fall people. And then just make sure you, you have everything, you know, cause they might, my guess is a lot, the, the better programs have someone that's basketball knowledgeable in there. So yep. they'll ask you, you know, Hey, down to, what are you going to do? So just think about some of those situational stuff. Um, okay. Other than that. Yeah. Get a good night's sleep. Like I got to tell kids before the ACT. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that sounds good. All right, so. see you, Coach.
0: All right, see ya. Right. Thank yep, you. Right. Yep. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, you know, this is this is a labor of love. I can definitely tell you that. I I really do enjoy doing this a lot. A um, couple things that you can do for us that help us a lot: go over and subscribe and like both here for the podcast and also on YouTube under Teach Hoops. That way, you'll get notifications when new things come out on either one of the platforms. We've kind of settled on the Monday, Wednesday thing for right now. But when we start adding more podcasts, you will be the first one to be notified. Uh, And then if you have some time this summer, if you're not taking the fam to um, the beach, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I can tell you right now, this is going up end of July. I can tell you by the time, maybe even by the time this goes up, prices are going to be increasing. Um, We're... We're changing our platform. We're doing all sorts of things. So get in now before prices go up, um, before our, our, our peak season here in the fall when people are revving up for basketball season. So go over and check it out, teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports social podcast network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you.